welcome to Daycare Dittos, where we're going to talk about Fralligator a little later, after we talk about Toto Dial for a while. <laughs> Aww, I, I like love that. it. Uh, my name is Peter. Uh, I am joined today by Dave. Yup. Steven. The wide-mouthed human. <laughs> Sarah. I am present. And... <laughs> Dave, would you like to introduce our very special guest this episode? This is a very special guest. Uh, some say ranked seventh in the world for guests on podcasts. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, very special person, longtime friend uh, of, of me and my family, and of course, us on this podcast. We have uh, Silby here, Emu Killer himself. Yeah, thank you for having me, David. It's uh, a lot of fun to be on the podcast here and talk with you guys about Pokemon. I mean, we had to have you, and there's two Pokemon we could have had you on hmm. for. I mean, we could have had you for uh, on, for Mewtwo. Yeah, definitely. Be- because aren't you like the you, you usur- usurp the the crown at one point, right? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I was king of the Muse. <laughs> or maybe Ditto. Because Ooh. I last I remember back to I think, um, was it the year twenty eighteen? Oh no, not twenty eighteen. When was uh S K T A R whatever that stands? That, that, for, was that was twenty fourteen. That was twenty fourteen. I believe you played as Mewtwo in the Project M singles tournament and swept through the the winners bracket and defeated Armada, Rolex, Esam, <laughs> and then at homework. the end. Didn't you defeat Mewtwo King in a ditto match as Mewtwo and swept him, I believe? Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, some people say it's unprecedented. Unprecedented. It was uh, definitely a big shakeup for that so, scene's, uh, that competitive scene. So it was like the COVID of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting, too, because once you uh, start playing a character, it's like you just end up getting so much trivia about them right it's like you know i don't don't know how else to to put it but i'm sure you know a lot of mewtwo stuff after that but but mainly you're you're what marth um on your wiki it says that you are uh one of the greatest meta knight players in the world yeah that's outdated but (laughs) it was the case in 2017 yeah but there's been a pandemic since then yeah yeah exactly (laughs) But just, uh, yeah, but but um, on top of all of those accomplish, accomplishments in the way of Smash Brothers, um, you're, you're always number one in our hearts. So oh, Thanks, Dave. Thank you for being here. Yeah, teach me someday. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm excited, I guess, for this episode because I feel like Gen 2 specifically was just so uh, shocking as a child, right? I mean... It really shook up the meta. <laughs> like, you know, when Pokemon came out, I, I got it for, what, Christmas in 98, maybe? And obviously loved it. And then I can, like, distinctly remember uh, it would have been summer, like that spring of of 2000. Uh, and I actually saw someone who had the Japanese copy of either gold or, or silver. It was like we were both kids waiting for this, like, piano recital. And it was, I was losing my mind because he was just telling me what's going to be in gold and silver. And, you know, w- when you're a 10-year-old, you're kind of 
already starting to be cynical of what somebody tells you because there were so many myths at the time even in red and blue like i don't know if your friend groups had this where someone would just lie to you and say oh you get to fight professor oak or oh no you gotta do this secret so to actually see someone with the physical game in japanese which at the time i didn't even understand that these games were released in japan before america right you know i was a i was 10 and then it finally (laughs) comes out and it was a, a great sequel so yeah, that's that's funny to me that uh, a you uh, also first saw uh, gold and silver on a Japanese card because that's how I saw it on the playground. Wow! Wow! Yeah, my my friend uh, David actually had it, and then he gave me a ROM of it on a floppy disk. And <laughs> I did not know how to use uh, a ROM, an emulator, so I just kind of held on to the floppy disk until he asked for it back, and I said, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh, I was going to say, if you still had that, I would frame it. Yeah, I wish. Rest rest in peace, David. I believe Nintendo sent an assassin (laughs) to take the floppy disk and kill him back before the internet days where they could yell at people for... uh, copyright strikes and so it goes and then also of course yeah just the lies that you'd hear on the playgrounds and then you'd immediately like turn around and lie straight to your little brother's face as well because that's what i would do a lot of games i i mean going back to smash brothers i remember all of the little secrets you'd get on game fact where it'd be like uh, play 1,000 matches, beat the game with every single character without getting hit once, and you can play as any Pokemon that comes out of the Pokeball. And I was like, <laughs> yep, I know how we're spending our whole weekend. Like, <laughs> yeah. And we would do that and spend all that time for nothing. Just because, like, you you know, Captain Falcon would show up. You'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, my God, there's a million characters, probably. <laughs> but Pokemon, Wild West, man, especially when Peekaboo in the movie showing Pokemon that we didn't even see yet. That ho popping in, just like, yeah. the fuck? I'm still waiting for Bill's backyard. You know What's in there? What does he have? He probably just, like, <laughs> sunbathes <laughs> nude. That's why they blocked <laughs> it for so long. Yeah, he probably has yeah some holes where he's just dumped motor oil into. <laughs> it's just an ocean full of car batteries. <laughs> Failed science projects. Just oh the, yeah, there's there's definitely a couple of Jeff Goldblum's The Fly back there. It's that a uh, dog from uh, Full oh Metal my, Alchemist. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly that you were talking about my my good good friend Chimera Nina. Cool. <laughs> um, thank you, Silby, for actually answering the question your history with Pokemon before even oh. being asked. Oh, sorry. I feel like I could, I could talk more. I mean, yeah, I, I, I played every generation, you know, up to Scarlet Violet included uh, on, on launch. Um, rank, rank them. That's a loaded question. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Number one, I think has to be gen one. Okay. Uh, yeah. Totally agree. Number two is probably gen two. And then I'm actually going <laughs> to skip ahead and say gen four. Gen four was wild. Just, the first online support for Pokemon yeah. blew my mind. Uh, technically, uh, oh, actually, well, actually, that's, <laughs> I tip my glasses. yeah, I tip my fedora down, <laughs> my lady. Uh, in Japan, Pokemon Crystals named Pokemon Crystal, 
because of the uh, apparently the crystals used within cell phones, because there was cell service. If you had a cell phone, there was an adapter and you could trade Pokemon using your like shitty old old phones (laughs) paying 10 cents for a text message yeah it's like ah fuck i mystery traded for a fucking centret and that cost (laughs) me a dollar (laughs) fifty yeah i don't know the there was a whole lot of internet access for the game boy color and things that were supposed to happen and never did but pokemon crystals the first internet supported or i guess cellular supported uh pokemon game for trading but but that's Japan, and like we said, we're not there. We didn't know that. We yeah. know shit. So that's just more points for Gen 2. Mm. But I agree, Gen 4 is probably my second, maybe. I, I just loved playing. I feel like we played that a lot together at that point, even. Yeah, right? It was, uh, you know, it helped make the game social again. You know, mm-hmm. when with Gen 1, you really did bring your Game Boy to school and, and trade with people, and I, I feel like that kind of died off, you know, with the Game Boy Advance. I don't know why, but I, I didn't, at least personally, I didn't trade with people or, or battle people on Gen 3. And then Gen 4, I just brought it way back because it was so convenient. The yeah. DS Lite was yeah. huge for Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. It was a great system, and everybody was having them. And I think the um, like Bluetooth connection, like PictoChat, was a big one for me. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. My my mom let me get the DS, but she wouldn't let me like get a game on it until my birthday because it was like a week later. And I just spent the whole first week playing around and drawing in PictoChat. PictoChat was the best. I loved PictoChat. Everybody got better at drawing dicks after PictoChat. <laughs> I never draw a pen. I never drew a penis on Liar. PictoChat. I didn't. Do you hear that when they first did the play testing for PictoChat on the DS? Um, people in the play chat, like Nintendo officials, somebody drew a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I know the I mean, first uh, E3 after after the DS was released, it was exclusively j- game journalists drawing dicks. It's crazy. Love and then they checked, them. they ranked what was circumcised, uncircumcised, and that uh, told them what games to release in different um, areas, but <laughs> regions. But That's valuable information. I think it was re- really interesting, too, that uh, everybody loves Mario Kart. Mario Kart's the seller of every single fucking Nintendo system. Because it's the best game ever. Like 64 and up. But um, having it being a game where only one of your friends needs to own it, and yeah. everybody else could be shy guy for free. Yeah. They got me through a lot of photo class and souls <laughs> class. Oh man. Yeah. No, I I think the DS light is definitely uh I'm I'm glad we're actually going through uh video game consoles now instead of generations of Pokemon because the DS light is the best console of all time, best handheld. Yeah, check our Patreon where we'll be ranking all the Nintendo systems. <laughs> yeah, and Steven had a very nice pink DS light that I ended up being very jealous of. So Yeah, it matched my pink Zune, which definitely made it through the years. Aww. I had a pink Zune too. Ooh. And my mom still has it and still uses it. No, mine broke like a month after I got it no. and I had to return it to Best Buy and Aww. they never had a replacement for me. So yeah. Rip. Well, then I I bought an iPod, and then it also died a month later, and (laughs) I ended up throwing it away. You know what they say about those those boys? They made a magnet. Yeah. That that family. 
But which uh, DS light was it? Which pink? Was it the metallic pink or like just the matte light pink? No, yeah, it was the like matte light yeah. pink because they, they originally had the, the white, pink, and black versions. Mm-hmm. That original three and Peter got the white one and I got the pink one. I had the pink one too. And the then white. I ended up getting a blue, like a midnight blue and black one. Oh, that's cool. That I still have actually. Blue edition? It was dark, dark blue. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love I hate that I get that now after you broke my brain Sylvie what was actually Sylvie I think the first DS because I was like I got a PSP I'm not buying Nintendo handhelds anymore <laughs> and then I think I played like it was either WarioWare maybe WarioWare and also, like, like did you have game. like a Star Wars uh like Attack of the Clones or something oh god for I your DS I did I, I remember the first time I played DS, it was a DS fat and it was at your house and it was yours. <laughs> God, what, I had the Metroid Prime demo. That was sick. That the game that when you bought your, you know, old school fat DS, it came with the demo for like a first person shooter Metroid Prime. That's so uh, it was uh, Hunters. Yeah, Hunters, yeah, before yeah. Hunters came out, it was it was called First Hunt. But uh, mm. and you just like shot Metroids in a little mini game, but it showed what it could do. I don't remember have I might have had it. If I did, I it's long gone. Yeah. I still have my black DS Lite. What's actually really cool about it is if you ever um lose your charger, you can use a micro USB cable and just like bend the metal and it'll actually still charge. Really? Yeah, yeah. Damn, wow, yeah. hacks. Wow. Cause I remember uh being seventh in the world for hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a little sad because in my fifteen year old logic it was like why can't I buy batteries to charge my my Game Boy now? You know, that was what sucked. So we were gone for like a week at a time, you know, away from a computer. That's so uh, Sylvie, we're both Eagle Scouts. Mm. It's our humble brag. But uh, many, many hot. summer camps and times away that camping. That is hot. Very we hot. Would, uh, the Game Boy Advanced, just the original Game Boy Advanced, was the most important system to us mm-hmm. just because... It ran on batteries, and those things were tanks. Yep. How much Pokemon, how much game, uh, Advanced Wars was played. Um, but yeah, those yeah. were our, our... My brother, Jason, who was supposed to be on for Weedle, and is, is, we'll get him on, but his Game Boy Advance was passed around so much. It was a white one. It was stained from bug spray. And the whole cover became like a dark yellow, (laughs) even though it was white. But it it like had survived years of camping trips out in the wilderness with different, uh, you know, games where you could pass it around. Yeah. But no, my uh, Advance Wars and Advance Wars Black Hole Rising, definitely my two most played Game Boy Advance games. Way more than Gen 3, actually. I... We, I, if I had to rank each generation, Gen Three would have been my lowest for a long time, wow. because of how scarred wow. I was from how difficult the Elite Four was for my eleven-year-old self. So, just, what is your least ranked game? Like, what is the worst Pokemon game out there to you? Ooh, probably Sword Shield. Yeah, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to say Sword Shield or Sun Moon for me. Sun Moon probably for me, then Sword Shield. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Sun Moon was also very like meh. slow. Yeah, the the tutorial to start taking forever. Yeah, I like the totem Pokemon. I like that little switch up, mm-hmm. but I don't know too too 
long uh, cutscenes, even though the the story was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked uh, Team Skull, even though they were weird. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. It's a blast. Um, are we ready to go to our next question? Uh, that question is also for Sylvie. Hmm. Uh, why Totodile? Yeah, I guess I thought about this a lot. Uh, so Gen 1 was Charmander, right? I had Pokemon Red. So the dragon on the cover art was my inspiration for choosing Charmander. And I was really stubborn. Uh, I beat Brock with Charmeleon and no other Pokemon in my party, which is not at all how you're supposed to play Pokemon. Not yeah. at all. And I lost all my money because I didn't, I really would just try and try again until, you know, I brute forced my way through Onyx. But uh, I think with Totodile, the competition was not as, uh, I guess, interesting to me. Or I'm trying to think how to explain this. Like, because I was so attached to Charizard, <clears throat> Totodile kind of looked the most like Charizard in the sense that it has fangs, uh, which I appreciated, I guess. So and it's funny because if I look at who I've chosen in later generations, it's usually whichever Pokemon is showing teeth in their yeah. uh, starter. You know, you got, you got a type. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for fangs. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought it was, uh, you know, the most dragon-like, the most uh, powerful. So and... I'm guessing you're a Fuecoco guy. Yeah. I was just going to say that. He has to. Yeah, I knew you were going to choose Fuecoco. I am yep. too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that worked out because that was such a cool. I, I guess I enjoyed how big of a twist there was for Fuecoco's final evolution. Right. This like totally different than what you would expect as a starter. It is not at all what I expected him to evolve no, into no. because he starts out as this like really dopey, dumb looking, empty headed, cute guy. And then he turns into this like dope dragon looking salamander with a fire bird on its head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know what that is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying uh, to think when that really started, it must have been maybe X and Y. Um, when did like the final evolution suddenly have a a new type that really changed up how you would use them every now and then and but for fire it was just like <gasps> fighting <laughs> like oh, yeah. yeah x and y had uh fire grass yeah. though right and oh. uh, a fire uh fire psychic mm-hmm. and greninja so uh, uh yeah what are dark mm-hmm. yeah they, they they're mixing it up a little more don't drink I don't... the murky water <laughs> dark water if if i have to see another uh firefighting type in my entire life if they make even one more of those <laughs> i uh, i'm going to refuse to ever remember its name i'm just <laughs> never gonna look at it and when the time comes for us to do an episode on it, I'm going to be mysteriously absent. What if? But what if it's like a hot looking Pokemon? Uh, it's it's got to be really fucking hot. Like, <laughs> like like what are some of the criteria that would make a firefighting new Pokemon okay with you? Uh, thick hips. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Huge dick. <laughs> yeah. Big titties. 
Lips about twice as luscious as Jinx's. Oh, that's asking for a lot there. Okay. Nipples. Yeah. So we have Everywhere. a Jinx low punny <laughs> Lucario combination. And, and Miltank going off. And Miltank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I want, I want visible nipples, and I want there to be like twenty of them. A okay. human face. <laughs> <laughs> Big asshole that you could stare into. <laughs> Big well, vagina with like a baby Shininja. in it. And you can with see the baby, baby and the baby waved at me. Oh <laughs> and this is supposed to be firefighting? <laughs> hey, man. Because it's going to be fire and it's fighting because it, it, it physically, it's physical it's anatomy. to live. Right. It's physical anatomy just can't sustain life. So it's fighting for its life. Yeah. The this baby coming big... out of its vagina has boxing gloves. Okay. <laughs> there you go. This big titty Pokemon will fight you with its nipples. <laughs> Don't send get it to line, Professor Oak. What about what about your... get in line? Yeah, because Miltank fights with those nipples. They yeah. um, I think we talked about this, but like the animation on Miltank's nipples is, yep, yeah. Pokemon Super. Go, we're just like, let's make them thanks swing. Yeah, let's <laughs> make them jiggle. <laughs> they probably like they're like just we don't have to worry about these other animations. I'm still working on Miltank. Each individual utter needs to sway in the wind. It's crazy. Sorry, we have to bring in the uh, the developers, the animators for Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we ready to to tackle this boy? Yeah, so. Toto Dial number um one fifty eight. Yeah, number 158. Um, what does this Pikachu look like? Yes, yeah, Sylvie, we have this new segment mm. um, where basically uh, past Generation 1, a lot of people just think every Pokemon looks like Pikachu. Yeah. So we need to describe to everybody what these Pokemon look like. Uh, so can you describe, Sylvie, what this Pikachu looks like? So just to clarify, am I describing what Totodile would look like if it used with pikachu or do no, i No, you're just explaining what totodile looks like but right, we're just going to refer to it as a pikachu all right sure so it's a, a bipedal just like pikachu yeah uh, mm-hmm. two eyes very similar to pikachu but <laughs> missing those those electric cheeks and instead we just get a, a massive absolute unit of a mouth mm-hmm. oh yeah Definitely the defining feature. And then otherwise, it's the rest of it's just Pikachu. You know, it's got the same, <laughs> same Pikachu hands, same Pikachu tail. It's got the same body, too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the coloring yeah. of a Pika Blue. Right. Yeah. Uh, got Pika Blue coloring, yeah. And, and some, some sick ass spikes uh, that mm-hmm. hopefully make them go a little faster in water. Yeah. yeah. Red, red spikes, red eyes, just like all of these starters in uh, Gen He's- 2. He's got like a little like yellow collar kind of thing going on and right under his neck there. Mm-hmm. Little chevron. Yeah, a little chevron. Mm-hmm. Don't hug this guy. He'll bite you. He'll bite. He'll, he he'll likes bite to you. bite. You know, Totodile reminds me of like a like a nippy puppy. When you get a puppy yeah. who's just like mm-hmm. teething and they just want to bite everything and they don't want to let go and then they want to play and like do the like on their toy. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Puppy teeth are razors. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Alligator teeth, also bad. I assume. <laughs> I also assume are bad. Or crocodile. Wait, alligator and crocodile. What's the difference right. again? I, I pulled up a tab specifically Thank you. for Thank you, this. Steven. I knew I knew Stephen would have this. All right. So, um, 
alligators are darker uh, in color, while crocodile, crocodiles are usually lighter. Um, alligators have a wider U-shaped snout, while crocodiles have a pointier V-shaped uh, snout. Alligators uh, prefer fresh water, and crocodiles prefer brackish water. Um, and alligators um, are quite docile, but crocodiles are very dangerous. Um, and one really interesting fact as well, um, there's only two types of alligators uh, in the world. There's oh. the American alligator and the um, Chinese alligator, and that's it. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Um, there are other like types of crocodile-like alligator-type things in this uh, larger family called alligatoridia um but in terms of yeah the genus alligator there's only the american alligator and the chinese alligator and that's it uh, you said genus yeah but how <laughs> how many different alligator diarrheas are there oh my god i was good i was literally just I, thinking about <laughs> i was trying really hard not to say it like that well um, if it's not hard it'd be soft and runny i imagine or maybe like a little bit in between like you know how sometimes you have like a like a soft shit that just slips out but it's still pretty solid when it hits the toilet water you know what i'm saying whoa 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 we're talking about genuses we're talking about (laughs) throbbing genus we're not talking about any sort of poop um so the super family alligator diarrhea uh (laughs) includes all crocodilians Um, love it yeah, so it, it includes like a lot more things. So you have like um, gharials, which if anybody's played Metal Gear Solid 3, they're like the alligators, crocodiles with the really thin uh, nose. Um, I love that have, system of a down song. Yeah. You have like caiman crocodiles. You have all sorts of other stuff. But yes, if you're just talking about alligators, there's only two. <laughs> I came in a crocodile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Police, I didn't. I swear. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, the reason I bring up Cayman is actually for our, our, our name game. The The French name is uh, Caymanus uh, for Cayman and minuscule. Came in my ass. <laughs> I'm trying to get through this as quickly as possible. <laughs> Caymanus, yeah. I love that HBO show, Caymanus. <laughs> <laughs> I was working today and I, um, my, my job, I get to see, you know, some very detailed things about people. And I saw that this person had downloaded an app called come and go. Oh no. Wow. And I had to look it up. It was, it was spelled K U M. And I'm like, Oh, oh man. Is that like a convenience store? It's a pizza store. Wow. <laughs> Who names a pizza store come and go? Somebody it's, likes what's to come on pizza. Made out of? What's a white pizza? Wow. Uh, we have the German name, which is Carnimani, which is uh, carnivore and caiman. Um, and then we have the Japanese name, which is Wani Noko, which stands for Wani no Ko, which uh, it means child of a crocodile. Ah. Mm. Beautiful. I like that. That's cute. Yeah. Have you guys eaten crocodile or alligator before? No, I haven't. No, no but I felt uh, like crocodile skin boots before. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. At, at what do the, they taste like? 
I didn't taste them. I also felt Stingray boots. Those were interesting. See, that I feel like is justice for my boy Steve Irwin. So, like, yeah. those boots I'd proudly wear. <laughs> no, Steve Irwin would have wanted us to love the Stingrays. That's you know? true. He's, he was a real turn the other cheek. His only guy. flaw. <laughs> and because of that mentality, it got him murdered. <laughs> I remember as a kid, like Steve Irwin was really popular, and my dad would always say that this guy's gonna die. This guy, every time we would see him, he's like he's gonna die, he's gonna kill himself, wow. he's gonna kill himself, and then it actually happened, and I was like, "Whoa!" And my, it had my nothing... dad is a psychic. <laughs> Holy well, shit! <laughs> the interesting thing was that it had nothing to do with crocodiles. I know, you know? like yeah. that's the thing. But I actually, um, yeah, like Steve Irwin was dealing with crocodiles, and those are very aggressive but i follow this guy on instagram in florida who um rescues alligators and mm-hmm. you could just kind of walk and swim with them and they're pretty chill wow. i have um yeah there's a family friend that we have and he rescued an alligator and had it for like 15 years yeah i mean disclaimer to anyone out there like do not approach or yeah. handle alligators they're still vicious predators yeah this uh, guy but- this family friend of mine is like the like the guy you call in new jersey like he's certified if you get mm-hmm. bit by a reptile like this guy is called by the state of new jersey for antidotes and stuff so he knows how to handle these things so yeah exactly. do not adopt a alligator please yeah. dave's Unless a trained professional he knows how to come in one yeah that's right <laughs> are you calling me an alligator holy shit as long as someone holds it down <laughs> I'll turn it into boots. <laughs> this is getting bad. Yeah. Let's talk about Totodile. Can we talk about how cute it is that it talks like Donald Duck? I love Donald <laughs> Duck and I love this guy because they have the same voice and it's very yeah. fun. Sometimes I try to do the voice and I can't do it. You, right, Like right now? Yeah, like... <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, I... Try it. Nobody else? No? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, ours are like Satan. I like when he's uh, spinning water out of his mouth very aggressively. Because that was, he was, he was, Ash had one, right? And just jump up and down and get really excited and then spit water out of his mouth. <laughs> it's one of the Gen 2 starters that won't try to have sex with you. That's, that's also a plus. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at Chikorita and remembering what a bad starter that one is. Oh, stop it. We're over. We're done. No, this is Total Dial's episode, okay? Actually, already... speaking of which, I forgot to put the uh, the Pokemon of the Year vote in. Oh, for... Uh, for uh, Totodile. Okay. So just so you guys know, in 2020, Totodile was voted 10th uh, of all Johto Pokemon. Wow. Uh, behind Suicune and Crobat. Fraligator was voted 16th of all Johto behind Ho-Oh and Heracross. Uh, and just so you know, uh, Typhlosion was rated 4th that year. Cyndaquil 8th. So both coming before Totodile, wow. very popular Pokemon. Chikorita uh, below at 14. Uh, hey, Quava 24. Right? And all the other Chikoritas, uh, no one gives a shit. But um, <laughs> overall, in 2020, Totodile was 67th overall ball Pokemon behind Haxorus and Talonflame. Feralgator was 96 overall behind Ho-Oh and Agron. In 2021, Totodile fell to 29th of all Johto. Feralgator didn't make it to the top. Um, this was only in Japan, though. Uh, and Totodile was behind Shuckle in front of Mistrevious. Wow. That's so interesting to me that Cyndaquil would be so popular. Because in my head, Totodile is exactly what you you think it is right it's yeah. not like ambiguous 
it's it's a water crocodile yeah uh, so i just I, think um this is also much later it also could have been like bulbasaur is rated super high on all votes but i feel like that's a now thing because back in the day if they did this vote i don't think bulbasaur and some of these pokemon would have ranked as high mm. um you know there's new fans new people coming into the series but uh yeah the interesting thing, though, is that everyone always usually agrees Chikorita sucks shit. But... Oh, my God. Not everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, one out of every thousand people think it's a dumb Pokemon who sucks. But, hmm. I mean, that's just Pokemon, right? We all find one that we like. And who wouldn't love a big mouth boy? Yeah. <laughs> he's funny. He's energetic. He's exuberant. Uh, he's prone to biting you and can cause severe crushing injuries. He doesn't know his own strength. The bite has enough power to cause very serious injury and turning your back on it is not recommended. Yeah. A trainer needs to be very, very careful with this Pokemon. Would that this be- is not This is not a puppy you get if you're an inexperienced trainer. That's true. It's like, you know... Getting a big dog when your your family is only ready for a small dog. Yeah, but, but the thing that's crazy, they say like, don't give it to an inexperienced trainer. That's <laughs> what a starter is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's your starter. Just yeah. keep it in his ball. Yeah. Looking at the different starters, I'm I'm noticing Totodile definitely is the most dangerous looking. You know, maybe up until Boy Coco. What about Cyndaquil? Like it's flame, it's back can go in, up in flames at any moment. I mean, that yeah. looks pretty. Uh, it's kind of like a stove <laughs> that can just catch on fire. Yeah, that's right. true. Oh yeah, but it's got f- the four ranges on its back, so you just keep your hands away from the four ranges. You, you know, out of the three of the Gen two starters, is the least dangerous for a new for a new trainer. Uh, Chikorita. Yeah, it's yeah, and four twenty friendly. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's also the safest uh, or the, the least intimidating in a battle. Um, listen, you don't look, you don't. Okay, listen, if if you have an intimidating look, that doesn't mean that you're strong. It just means that you got like a real good RBF and that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, but I mean, you also have to have the stats to back it up. Real bad farts. Real bad farts. Farting. <laughs> real bad farts. But this is not about Chikorita. This is about Totodile, the best starter for Johto. So we should discuss <laughs> Um, what, way back in the day, we used to use the word glom a lot. Is, was that? Glomp. Glomp? Was that like biting or was that not biting? That was like an aggressive jump hug. hug. Okay. Yeah. You would like jump on somebody and hug them and glomp them. That's kind of what Totodile does with its mouth. (laughs) So basically what Totodile is doing is assaulting you then. (laughs) Yeah, essentially, but in yeah. a cute way. I mean, my cats give me little love bites every once in a while. Yeah. They just Total they Dell just doesn't let go. So full of emotion, and that's the only thing they know how to do. You just have to train them early, these Totodiles. Um, we'll talk about that with the next evolution, because <laughs> love bites become uh, hospital visits very yeah. quickly. Yeah, I, just the word used for totodile is crushing like specifically crushing injuries i feel like totodile is going to like make you lose a limb too like any of these pokemon will result in like amputations (laughs) 
So, yeah, definitely, uh, if you're going to pick one up, uh, if you live in a place where Pokemon are real, uh, <laughs> send us an invite. Uh, don't turn your back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll, he'll bite things that are just moving past him, too. I, th- I think it's just, like, instinct takes over. Like, the the real life crocodile's brain is just like ancient and unknowable and totodile has some of that same energy but like likes to dance and have fun too yeah yeah it's a little toddler you know yeah he's exploring the world with his mouth just like uh jinx did with her lips yes <laughs> smoochum did that with her lips that's how she explored mm-hmm um, I was going to sh- make a horrifying joke, but I will not. No. <laughs> it's can. a baby Pokemon. Think of the, the no, no, it wasn't about Smoochum. It was about Jinx. But I'm just going to. Oh yeah. I'm just going to keep it to myself this time. Okay. Uh, we appreciate you. Totodile's shiny form is a greenish blue. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's like a tealish, and then I, the blue spikes are kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like what like if it was underwater, that's what it would look like. Yeah. I think it, you know, it's green like we would color uh, an actual alligator or crocodile. So I feel like it True. kind of fits the whole, you know, yeah. what an actual aquatic carnivore would look like. I'm torn because I, I, I do like the idea of having it actual crocodile colored. But I also uh, hate the idea of any shiny starter water type not being purple am i right sarah you are absolutely correct 100 percent agree with that i think every shiny should be purple <laughs> yes absolutely even the purple of a pokemon yeah just make them a different shade you know that's what they did with gengar yeah um do you think they'd ever do like random colored shinies like make more than one palette for a shiny now that the limitations ha- are probably not as bad. I don't think so because in the new games they have like a lot of different color palettes for just regular Pokemon. Yeah. Maybe so. maybe for one specific Pokemon. Right. Like a Spinda type situation where it's got mm-hmm. like multiple different versions mm-hmm. or, or what, sprites, but what was that parrot bird? That bird that's everywhere with like oh my the Pompadour? God. Oh yeah, yeah. That it has it comes in like colors. every color. Billy. Yeah. yeah that's so like it. you never. I don't even know what its actual shiny color is. To be honest with you. And also, like Flabebe comes in like all these different colors too. Yeah, Verizian. Mm-hmm. Who was uh, the Deerlings? Whatever. Oh yeah, I, that's what I was thinking about. Vavillian. Yeah, that too. So Squawkabilly. <laughs> It's shiny is... Does it not have a shiny? Black. (laughs) Yeah, is it black? Because that would make sense. I gotta Google this. I did look up Wormadam's shiny Mm. and was incredibly Mm. disappointed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wormadam's got three forms, too. Mm -hmm. I've never used the Wormadam, and I've never used the Mothim. And I've never used a Burmy, so... Frankly, dear, I don't worm a damn. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Dave. Oh, okay, so it's shiny. It's just, it's pompadour is like light pink. Okay. Mm. I like it. 
on each one. So it's literally the color is different, but it has a pink instead of a black pompadour. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. On my one and only playthrough of uh, Scarlet and Violet, I was doing a birds only playthrough and I dropped that thing as soon as I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a box forever. It wasn't uh, that interesting to me. Who was your top bird? <laughs> Flamigo. It was right. Flamigo. Uh, and then eventually I got a Dragonite and I was like, surely, technically, this Dragonite must be better than Flamigo. Nope, Flamigo is still the best. Wow. Yeah, love Flamingo. It's actually my second favorite Pokemon right now. Damn. Yeah. That's interesting. Next to Voltorb and uh, Electrode comes right after. Oh, so uh, uh, Flamingo splits Voltorb and Electrode? Yeah. Wow. Bolt. Flamigo's the penis between my my two orbit (laughs) boy testicles. Yes, Peter. That (laughs) was a good one. Love it. It's pink. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fighting type. He's like tied in a little knot. Yeah. So cute. Oh, it's a powerhouse. Yeah. So, um, Flamigo. So, do you guys know about Crocky? I don't know. Is that know. Ash's Totodile? No, so Crocky is a Pokemon that was first officially revealed by Game Freak in 2018. It's one of the oldest lost Pokemon. Uh, so it was created in the early 90s, um, but was did not make it into Gen 1. In 2018, the Pokemon company, they made uh, a manga that was exclusive to Japan called Satoshi, Satoshi Tajiri, the man who created Pokemon. And in that, there was a bunch of sprites that he had created and were never used. Um, so a lot of people believe that Crocky was um, just reconfigured to be Totodile because it's a crocodile. So they think Crocky didn't make it, so they created Totodile. But um, a lot of people believe that they pay uh, homage to it with Dreepy, which okay. is a much more recent Pokemon. Um, but I think who's that? Uh, what's that Pikachu look like? It looks like the Basilisk from Dark Souls. Okay. Um, for the people who are wondering, but I'm going to show you the sprite of Crocky. Oh, oh that's, that's scary! That's horrifying. That's it, hideous. It does look like if you play Dark Souls, it looks like the Basilisk from Dark Souls. Look at its like eyes. crazy. It's giant it's eyes, big orby eyes, big know? orby eyes, little arms reaching out. A it little... looks like it has hair growing out of its eyes. So, this is what people imagine. Okay, that's a cuter rendition. The art would look, but yeah. it's not a, a pretty Pokemon. It's all green. It has like hair coming out of it, but it looks. Like a hideous Dreepy. Dreepy is, is like the slim down. It looks like an old man who who thinks he's going to vomit. And that's why he's green. And his yeah. eyes are bugged out. Because he's like, oh my god, I got to get to a toilet. <laughs> but you can see this crocodile-like Pokemon being an iteration of Totodile. Um, and Totodile also almost looked like this. Oh, hmm. that Pikachu looks a little bit different. So it's a sprite. This is the original sprite. Here's an artist representation. It looks pretty similar. It's similar. It's a so it looks kind of uh, futuristic. It looks a lot like Charmander. 
Yeah. And I think it's too much detail, like all of the lines on its stomach and mm-hmm. its head and stuff. When you put that on the Game Boy, it probably made it very muddy. Mm-hmm. So for for the listeners, the original Totodial Sprite, one of the betas, the red went all the way to its snout. Um, its stomach had kind of an armor close to Squirtle. And it had fewer spikes down its back, continuing the red with a closed mouth. So I I uh, I like what we got from Totodile in that sprite. Yeah, it's interesting because it has to you have to imagine what the conversation was like as far as the you know sort of what Steve had pointed out. What was the incentive for making those changes? Right? Was it because you're converting it to something that has to fit on a Game Boy screen? Mm-hmm. You know, is it to some kind of character identity? Like they wanted something to match the evolutions better? It's interesting. Yeah, and you never really know because, of course, my my eyes are used to seeing Totodile the way he's always been. And I'm looking at this other guy and I'm saying, I mean, they're cousins, obviously, but I don't know this, this Totodile. I've never seen this Pikachu before, but I don't know. Maybe I I feel different. Yeah. It's different. It's new. It makes me afraid, (laughs) but I, I don't think I'd ever fall in love with Crocky. No, not at all. Uh, yeah, that no. was horrifying. Yeah, it's interesting for me seeing Crocky how different the eyes were compared to the Pokemon Gen One eyes that I feel like are used on half of the Pokedex. Like every Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those like big eyes with the white circles within them to mm-hmm. have like the glass arches. Yeah. Um, but do you know who also has eyes similar to that? For alligator. Are we going straight to Feralgate? I meant Croconaw. <laughs> a crocky boy. So I'll, I'll say Croconaw has the eyes that I think of, right? Like the the pizza slice. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally pizza slice eyes. Oh, please don't make me hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> me too. Oh, man. I could really down a pizza right now. Yeah. But... Order a Domino's. Just like a, a fast yeah. food pizza. Yeah. Not like a real one, just like a shitty one. I gotta say though, Croconaw's eyes are like the cool kid eyes when you're in high school and you like definitely figured out your emo makeup the right <laughs> way. Yeah, that's that's a croconaw eye right there. Yeah, I think this I'll is just like this is like the evolution of the water Pokemon, right? You have the cute little kitty starter and then they evolve into angry uh war and biting. Uh, yeah, angry boy. You've got the scene punk teenager now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who likes to bite even more. Actually, cool thing about Croconaw before I forgot forget. Wow, words. Um, it's this this starter, like this just this whole generation line has very strange numbers for their evolution at where they level. So we get a croconaw at level 18. And then we get a Feraligator at level 30 so that means croconaw is the starter that has the shortest level gap between its evolutions so it yeah. only has to level up 12 times to get to for alligator yeah. yeah 18 is pretty late for a starter to yeah. evolve right? and then 30 is pretty early for a starter to evolve too oh, yeah. i feel like you really feel the totodile not evolving into level 18 because i feel mm-hmm. like that first initial boost from your 
your starter evolving is is key to the early game. And I wonder, like, why? Why that is? Why do they make us wait until 18 to get a croc knot? Yeah, especially when you consider the um, Sprout Tower, right? That was all yeah. Bell Sprouts and just would destroy Totodile with Vine Whip. Hmm. Maybe this was supposed to be the harder choice for the game. Yeah, what is the the choice looking like? I always forgot that. I mean, once you get to Whitney, you're fucked regardless. But... <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, uh, I know the speedruns use a Cyndaquil. But... Yeah, I think Chikorita stat-wise is... Um... But we said Cyndaquil was identical stat-wise to Charmander. Mm -hmm. So um, I I feel like Cyndaquil would be a a good choice. Cyndaquil is definitely easy mode, I think, for looking at it. Because you start off... Chikorita may be hard mode. Yeah, Fall Chikorita is going to be hard mode, yeah. Yeah, because you start off with uh, a flying. You get Faulkner. Who's flying? Then you go to Bugsy with uh, Bug Pokemon. Not only that, but it ends with Scyther, who's Bug Flying. Um, then you go to Goldenrod with that Mill Tank with its salacious udders. <laughs> then you go to Morty, the ghost type. Then you're ending up uh, against Chuck fighting where he has a polyrath so you can do a little bit there but also at that point by gym five you should have a team of mm-hmm. you know some diverse pokemon so you I'm should be okay re- i'm trying to remember the gen 2 speed runs i think i think the uh remakes and the original games have a uh, different routes with different starters but i don't remember which one uses totodile and which one uses Cyndaquil. But nobody uses Chikorita, so. Yeah. I do. Well, good for you. That's hard mode. Yeah. Yeah, see? Take that, everyone else. You're not going to get on the leaderboards on the the speedrun boards, but. Yeah, speed demos archive. Yeah. But sometimes you like it tough. I'll take my time with my cute little guy, my little Hmm. cute Chikorita. Pull the nipples on its neck. But it's also a studded necklace <laughs> for the last time. <laughs> it's just uh, the you know actual Chia pet. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the cutest accessory of all the starters in this game, though? Uh, mm-hmm. It's got to be Crocknaw's singlet looking like a big show over there. Yeah. His little yeah. little Fred Flintstone <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> the little oh, Bam yeah. Bam. So what does this Pikachu look like? Oh, yeah. Well, I already ju- I Look already talked caveman. about it's like emo makeup eyes yeah. and and uh, red mohawk. He's got an Andre the Giant Fred Flintstone singlet over one arm. He's very tummy forward, if I remember correctly. I don't even look at these pictures yeah. while I'm he's while bulking I'm up. Doing this, yeah, yeah. Snub nose, got a little gut on him. He's got a little pear shape going on. Yeah, got very visible fangs. Got an energy to him that just says wow, real wow factor. He's got an uneven jaw, which kind of gives him a little bit of like a tough look. Yeah. He's got kind of like a snubble gramble. Yeah. Met like a uh, vibe. They'd be friends. Yeah. Handsome. He could really be dark type. I mean, maybe it's he just the, the eyeliner, but. It's the eyeliner and the mohawk. Yeah. 
Well, if I remember correctly, having bite in this game mm-hmm. and it being a dark type just went miles. Got a lot of leverage off that. Yeah. I'm sure he can learn bite, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And crunch. And oh, crunch. Yeah. New and move I mean, for Gen 2, crunch. The only phone without it. <laughs> and and I mean, like, bite is pretty much all the Pokedex entries for this Pokemon mm-hmm. <laughs> all yeah. the way through. Honestly, like, yeah. Take a bite. Totodile and Croconaw, endless uh, jaw references. Just yeah. like, look out for its mouth. It's got a mouth. You don't want to be in that mouth. Get away from that mouth. <laughs> so the fucked up thing about this Pokemon is that it has evolved to the point where all the teeth point in. Yeah. yeah. So if it bites you, you're not getting out. You're stuck to it forever. Yeah. Described it as barbed fish hooks. Which made my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a fish hook embedded in you? Yes. <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah. Uh, you? I, I'm I guessing have. yes. I think Steven said yes as well. Yeah. Yeah. You play around with fish hooks sometimes and they just <laughs> accidentally puncture you because they're the sharpest things alive. You're a kid and your dad hands you a kid fishing rod and there's a hook on it and you try your best and it hits the back of your arm and you pull too hard. Yeah. No, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, uh, there's your bait right there. You know, human flesh. That'll do the trick. Uh, the crocodile would love it. Yeah. I don't know about the fishes in the lake. Um, damn. So crocodile has six visible teeth or, you know, to the human eye, but it actually has 48 fangs lining its entire mouth with these fish hook-like yeah. teeth that are just horrifying, if you can imagine. Um, and a real crocodile I looked up has anywhere from 60 to 110 That teeth. is just scary to Fucking think about. Fucking <laughs> uh, Do you think a crocodile could beat a crocodile? Um, I think so. I think I, I think so. Probably only because Croconaw is only three foot seven and fifty five pounds. Yeah, that's pounds. what I was gonna yeah. say. It's pretty small, all things considered. I imagine a real crocodile is just a much better swimmer. Like uh-huh. Cro- Croconaw's body just doesn't seem like he'd be great at swimming. Well, yeah, but uh, unlike a crocodile, Croconaw can use superpower, which is a fighting move with a power of one hundred and twenty <laughs> and one hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> It's true. Surf. I mean, surf is a good move against any Pokemon. Oh, Ice yeah. Fang. <laughs> That'll probably fuck up a real life crocodile. Yeah, just spam surf on a- anything and you're going to win. Real life, fake life. <laughs> just surf <laughs> through all your problems. Yeah, you, you go to the office. Uh, your boss says, oh, you fucked up yesterday. You just do surf. <laughs> get on your surfboard um, and get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you losers oh my god you did damage to everybody in the office <laughs> even your own friends yeah well i'm out uh crocknaw what curse word is it i looked it up i, I looked it, it up out. too what is it Can you, do you have to put it in chat is it that bad okay it's... so for clarification you cannot trade a english named um crocknaw on the gts because when you trade it it's a curse word in another language. Yeah, here's a hint. You also can't trade Conkledor. Yeah. So cock, I guess. No. No? It, it's not an English curse. 
Uh, no, it duh. is, uh, what, French? It yeah. was uh, C-O-N. Mm-hmm. And it oh. meant uh, like the C word in uh, in the U.S. Damn, it's it's not as vulgar. Okay. That makes Con Air a whole different movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there are other ones too. So apparently, Bulbasaur and Ivysaur and Venusaur could not be traded because those were curses wow, in them. Damn. Apparently, Sharpedo. Um, you can figure that one out. Yeah. Um, Nose pass and probo pass, uh, frost lass. Uh, that one is also mm. uh, figure outable. Uh, that's an English curse. A marsh tomp. That one was uh, interesting to me Here. because it's actually the SHT that is apparently a curse in some language. Damn. Piss and then, master, um, <laughs> butthole sword. <laughs> then there's a uh, scun, uh, scun tank, but I think that's just because it's a curse word misspelled. Um, and they probably censored like just, you know, a, a directory of any phrase or misspelling of that phrase. Just like get it out. Yeah. yeah. Did you look so. up what this is known as? A Scunthorpe problem. Oh. It's uh, Wikipedia says that uh, it's known as that because uh way way back in the early internet days the um i guess it's in the uk a town called scunthorpe and they were basically blocked from anything internet related because uh there is the c word somewhere in that town's name so and so Mm. there's uh a lot of fun things over the years that uh unfortunate like first and last names that you don't realize has an entire curse word in it the the one that i know that's very unfortunate i think this happens in dark souls is um the the name nasar n-a-s-s-a-r yeah or e-r maybe it is um they you know bleep out the the middle word that's a curse quote unquote but it actually makes the whole word look like an even worse <laughs> curse yeah. um and yeah oh uh, man it's um th- that type of enforcement is just like not not doable across the board maybe but just I think come it's... up with an, a new name altogether <laughs> well i think with ai overlords being in charge now everything will be better yeah well, that's pretty scary, isn't it? Well, like working at a school for a while, we had like a filter and every website would get certain like words and words would have scores. And if it went above a score, then it would be blocked. Like, for example, they were doing this like ancient civilization report. And this one girl just, just asked me, she was like, all my websites are blocked. Like, I can't look at anything. And I'm looking up like the blocked list. And it was just like, it's like hate group domestic terrorism and i'm like what is this little girl googling and i looked up and it was just like she's googling aryan nation and stuff <laughs> she was like i want to learn about the aryans but i like all the stuff that she thought to google was just like uh oh my yeah not Poor good girl she was just trying to google yeah. all of the conkledors yeah did you did you explain to her in a teaching moment that there are better ways of looking up histories well one time somebody had a trouble with a printer so i printed a, one slide from their powerpoint and when it printed out it just said the holocaust did not happen on a whole page and i was like what 
the actual book. <laughs> and then I learned that it was a project on propaganda and about different <laughs> things people try to push. But once it printed out, I was just like, do I call the police? <laughs> what, what do I do? Am I losing my job? Yeah. Uh, for oh, listeners no. that are wondering, the Holocaust did happen. Yeah. And it was all uh, Conkledor's fault. No. Um, yeah, but Krocknaw, speaking of nicknames, in the anime, there is a famous Krocknaw in the episode The Legend of Thunder, owned by Marina. And it was named Waniwani. Oh, I love that name. And Waniwani became a feraligator. Good for you, Waniwani. Uh, Is it Wani Wani? Waniwani? Waniwani comes from Totodile's name, Wani Noko. Oh. Yeah. Croconaw's Japanese name is Alagates. um, Alagates. Um, which oh, got just... these nuts. Yeah. Oh, oh Day's no. Thunder. I think it's Getsu. Okay. okay. Yeah, it just means alligator in uh, Japanese. And then the French name is Crocodile. And then uh, German name is Tyra Croc for Tyrant and Croc. Isn't Crocodile like that fake yes. bleach heroin that... It's it's a drug that uh, you can ruin your life over, um, and I think it was a problem in Russia um, wow. because it's it's Russian for crocodile as well. And that's because yeah. of the damage it would do to your skin, if I recall correctly. Yeah, it would literally just eat through your muscle. So you'd yeah. literally see somebody and where they were injecting it, it would just be like skin and bone. So they'd oh. be like a human with then just like a bone arm wrapped in skin. It is mm. horrific. And this is why you listen to this podcast, because we're going to tell you all the cool tips, like don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. The, the Holocaust did happen. And oh. and at level 30, we... Check might... your pipes. Yeah, get your, get oh, your, yeah. Uh, give your house a colonoscopy <laughs> and yourself one, too. Yeah, contribute to your uh, IRAs. Yes. Yes. Those are uh, savings accounts and not... Uh, the Irish, uh, yeah, army, yeah. Um, and oh, what was that? I, I, I've been going to some game nights recently, mm-hmm. and there's this new fangled game that's sort of like a, a team shuffleboard called Crocodile. Yeah, very popular in Canada. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, they have competitions for it. And it's a very old game, too. It's been around for maybe 100 years. How do you play? Absolutely in love with it. Yeah, so it's a very large shuffleboard where you have to keep your discs right in the center of a circular board. Um, But you also have to do trick shots. So you have to like physically ricochet off of something else in order for it to be a legal shot. Mm. that's really it i mean there might be more to it than that but it's just a very satisfying up to four player shuffleboard so shuffleboard with stunts yeah how do i quit my job and become a professional at this that sounds awesome well i am teaching classes uh for all listeners so come come by my studio and it's uh twenty dollars an hour for each of you so all right that's the deal let's go yeah the, the board you need to play on is not cheap yeah um, and we're all going to go pro, so 
Uh, whenever I play the game, I just think of uh, Totodile, Croconaw, and Fro. It's good because our economy is falling apart and uh, we need a side hustle. Yeah. Technically, I'm sure I should just learn how to make those boards. I should ask my father for carpentry tips and then that, although you'd probably get into legal gray areas there. So maybe I'm not going to do that. Also, wood costs so much money. Dave and I bought like a 93 inch plank of wood. Show offs. <laughs> yeah. And it was $42 yeah. for one plank of wood. It was like a two by four, but 93 inches. After uh, after COVID and all of that, um, I think lumber just is twice as expensive as it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's so. bullshit. And I think it's dumb. Yeah. And you don't want to know what the funniest part about it is that we only needed 11 inches of it. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> so now it's in our garage, rotting away Ladies. forever. <laughs> you're you're gonna find a use for that. Yeah, oh, we sure will. Yeah. So just keep it, uh, you know, keep it away from water. And uh, oh, good, because our our garage has a hole in its roof. Okay, just <laughs> keep it away from any water. <laughs> <laughs> you mean keep it away from a fur alligator? Yeah, keep it away from a fur alligator. It'll it'll swell. Um, mm. I mean, it's already wood, so. Also, hey, well, uh, you should <laughs> yeah. you should probably sell your new house. I think it's broken. Yeah, it's a little broken. <laughs> it's a little broken. The roof is like my butt. It's got a big crack in it. <laughs> um, for alligator. Yeah, we've uh, we've evolved the earliest uh, of all Gen two starters at level thirty. This is the the trade off. This is why mm -hmm. uh, you evolved late. It's because you evolve early now. Mm -hmm. The most ferocious of the starters, I think. Yeah, I mean, compared to Typhlosion, who I love, but is really trying to put on a front, really. Yeah, um, Alligator's got his. He's very mouth forward. He's the most mouth, mouth forward. forward. A um, hundred spikes, and if you look at his back sprite, he's got an ass for days. Oh yeah, days. that's yes. That badonk is hot. <laughs> What's that Pikachu look like? What that ass look like? <laughs> what that ass what do? Big and bumpy. Mm -hmm. uh, do it fart. <laughs> It farts, baby. It farts, and that's what 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 that's what it propels it in the water that it swims in. That's what propels it when it's a. Uh, it's technically bipedal, but it has trouble walking, so it needs to use that donking ass <laughs> for, to get by. For alligator, looks like it could have been a street shark, um, yes. or like a, a have a cameo on a teenage mutant ninja yeah. turtles episode or something. Mm -hmm. It just uh, needs like a vest or jeans, and it could be a street <laughs> shark. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, yeah, uh, same coloring. Um, shinies are consistent across the board too. They're just tealer and blue spikes. Um, but we're seven foot seven. Uh, That's a nice growth spurt. Yeah, and almost two hundred pounds, one hundred and ninety six. Yeah. So. Now I want to ask this question because this Pokemon all things considered is incredibly tall and fair fairly skinny for for what we're working with well, here i guess is the height including its tail in that length right because i don't think so right um 
Is it foot? Like, in other words, is it foot to top spike? When or is it tail to top spike? In Pokedex, uh, where the mode allows you to check your height against uh, your Pokemon, mm. uh, they were pretty much gauging from the, the bottom of the feet to the tip of the head. And I think the one that really sold it was Venusaur, because mm-hmm. Venusaur's height is listed as six foot seven, but like if Venusaur stood up on its back legs, it would be way bigger. So, so all things considered, you've got a very tall, um, not that heavy Pokemon. I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, full disclosure, I never thought I was like a like a, a a very heavy guy and i was i'm six three and at, at my my for a majority of my life i was about 240 pounds and for alligator says that it can barely move without being on all fours because of his weight so <laughs> i'm I'm going to call bullshit. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did Google how much a saltwater crocodile weighs, and it's 3,000 pounds. Oh, my what God. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, that's why they're not walking on their hind legs. <laughs> alligators are a little lighter. So if we have um, a female, a female would be eight feet and about 200 pounds. Oh. So for alligator mm-hmm. could be a female alligator. But the average male is about 11 feet and 500 pounds. Okay, well, Pokemon did it wrong because we still got 87% male, so. Mm -hmm. Because it's a starter. Yeah. Yeah. They're always going to do that. They could always switch it up and make it 87% female. Yeah, but then they could Mm -hmm. all make eggs. They could, yeah, birth out all sorts of things with all sorts of male Pokemon. Well, we'll find out more about that later, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Especially oh. with uh, this is the first game that had a breeding, so yeah, thank God. That's who right. um, who here spelled for alligator's name right? Not me. I uh, yeah. uh, let me see. He because, does the Tumblr thing. Yeah, there's no O in Gator. It's just G A T R. Oh, I sure as hell fucked that up. Um, it's because, of course, in Generation 2, our Game Boy cartridges could only hold 10 mm-hmm. letters. Oh. So for Alligator, they had to cut out the O. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Damn. I, yeah. I spelled it right because I just pay very You're close. You're a Pokemon master. I, <laughs> I pay very close attention because I've spelled names wrong before, and then I had to... Um, cry and publicly apologize. <laughs> and no, I appreciate you, Peter. I'm somebody whose name is constantly spelled wrong. Constantly. Even when it's right in front of them. So I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with Slack, but your name is on Slack. <laughs> it's there. We use it for my job. I spell Sarah without an H. My name is spelled for people and people still spell it wrong. Baffles me. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> You're in my phone as uh, Sarah. S A R A A A A. Because there's like forty thousand Sarahs in your life, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you you weren't the first one in there, yeah, so I just start at, adds a start adding a's. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> uh, Japanese for alligator is known as ordile. Um, and ordile uh, is a combination of O, which could mean king, 
emperor or large um, and crocodile. Uh, the French name is alligator, and uh, the tour part means killer. So he's an alligator killer. And then the German name is imperigator, um, because imperator in German means emperor. So he's the imperigator. Imperial crocodile alligator. <laughs> Adra, a Chevrolet movie, movie theater. theater. Um, now loop it for two hours. Yeah, did so you said O could mean big? So, okay, I don't know Japanese, so somebody please step in and correct me. But um, there were three different characters that I believe all are pronounced the same way. I mean, the, the, the writing of the letter O looks the same, um, but these three different characters could either mean king, emperor, or large. Okay, because there was an anime back in the day called Big O, and I'm wondering if that just means big, big. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they ever did change Pokemon's name to show that. I guess it's called Kanji, right? The, the... Kanji, yeah. I wonder if we ever got the answer to that. But I guess if we did, you would know. Yeah, this is why we're woefully outdone by the Every F and FF podcast, because uh, it seems like all of them just know Japanese off the, the top of their domes. Because they're so good at music, and they're so good at uh, podcasts, and they're so good at making me laugh, and they're so good at being handsome. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would be great if uh, we could employ some uh, uh, on the on the clock uh, translators for my, a uh, tiny little. <laughs> one of my best friends is a Japanese teacher. <laughs> uh-huh. Just ask her. <laughs> get get them on the podcast. We need to yeah. figure out uh, for Alligator's name. Yeah, just tell uh, your friend to look at the Japanese names of every single Pokemon in existence <laughs> and tell us what to say the about translations it. Are. Yeah. She will honestly do that. If I give her the Pokedex, she will make us a spreadsheet and translate, literally translate all of them. Well, we're going to see her this Sunday. Yeah. Which this episode's so much later than all the other ones, but Yeah. Well, maybe we'll ask. Maybe we'll ask. Yeah, I'll pay or her at least for the next one, which right. Centra and for it. I'll pay her and all the proceeds I make from my crocodile hustle. There we go. She'd enjoy that. Just give her uh all you have to do is buy her a new DDR machine and she'll be happy. <laughs> well, I need one for myself first. There you go. How about this? She can help me repair my metal dance mats, and then uh, we'll go halvesies on a machine. There you go. Perfect. She's already got two in her basement. Wow. There yeah. you go. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Yeah. She does stream sometimes. Her name is, um, um, oh my gosh, she has a bunch of X's and O's and stuff in that. Oh. I'll get it to you next time. Just like but... a aim screen name. Yeah, literally <laughs> a minute away, but with a bunch of X's and O's in there. Okay. Um, so I'll get it for you guys next time. She she's awesome. She is like I watch her play this game, and I'm like, I don't even know how you're moving your. Feet. She runs a lot of the stamina competitions for yeah. the. Uh, yeah, the games. I, I would love to see it because I used to be f- fairly good, and I I lost it all along the the way. I'm getting back there, baby. Heck yeah. Get it. Yeah. It's tough to find cabinets anymore for uh, yeah. 
they have a, a map that you can use to check which places still actually have a, a DDR cabinet, but one of those relics from the early 2000s that nobody repairs. Yeah. And it's just probably so filled with uh, goth crust, you know? <laughs> Gamer goth sweat. Crust. Yeah. Just the dirtiest mall rats and hippies. So... Do we have anything left for for alligator? We want to play our games. Uh we need to talk about everything about for alligator, don't we? I'm wondering uh, where the teeth went. I always told you know, Croconaw has 48 teeth, and I just don't know. I would feel like I want a, an even larger number for for alligator. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I don't know if it has more teeth, but. When it bites with its massive, powerful jaws, it shakes its head and savagely tears its victim mm-hmm. up. So yeah. what it lacks maybe in additional teeth, it makes up for in absolute savagery. Um, we, we, I think we've mentioned it even before on this podcast, but in real life, crocodiles and alligators do what's known as a death roll. Yeah. Where they, they grab onto you with their teeth that are really good at clamping down. And then they just spin and try to rip you apart, basically. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's a good way to die. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Alligators are really, uh, or, you know, crocodiles, alligators, the lot of them. uh, There's many videos of them being... uh, Real fuckers. (laughs) Yeah, but also just dumb idiots. I've seen one, too, of like an alligator who accidentally steps on another one and then gets its entire foot ripped off and then just walks away like nothing happened. What the fuck? They're they're prehistoric monsters and their entire existence as a reptile is stay as still as possible and eat only when you have to. Um, and, And that's how they survive, you know? Um... What's really funny, actually, is if you watch a video of them swimming from, like, underwater, like, you, we see their head floating there, um, and we assume their whole body is kind of lined up at the top, but their body kind of, like, floats down below them. Oh, so really? it kind of looks like they're doing, like, a kung fu kick through the air under the water. Wow. <laughs> like, you're a kid, like, you're a kid in an in, in a in-ground pool, and all of a sudden it, like, dips, and you're like, oh, my head is just above the water. Yeah, yeah. like, it's just your head, the, the, mm-hmm. the head above the water, and the body's just kind of fl- dangling. Yeah, and... Um... I think the only other thing is, did we talk about what he uh, looks like as uh, the biggest of all these Pikachus? He's he's just uh, a bigger brother version. Yeah, he's got a little bit of like a dad bod going on, I think. A little bit in the gut area. We'll talk about that big ass. We just talked about the ass, yeah. (laughs) He's got a little gut, though. He's got a little beer belly, just a tiny one. Yeah, and yeah, bipedal, just like all f- his other friends. But uh, since he's a big chonker at one hundred and ninety-five pounds, uh, above water is uh, on all fours, quad quadrupedal. So he really has this hunch going on, like there's mm-hmm. a massive shoulders or something large on his. Uh, back. He's got no neck. That's his problem. Yeah. yeah, and the eyes are a little bit more angry and primal i feel like Mm -hmm. smaller pupils um and yeah always showing its wide open mouth to intimidate you because of all of its teeth it got 
And, uh, yeah, those are our boys. Boys. Mm -hmm. Love it. So. So, uh, want to play the card game? Heck yes. Sylvie, do you know the rules for our games? No idea. Okay. Um, Sarah is going to ask us how many cards we think uh, these Pokemon uh, have. Okay. How many trading cards. And we just have to pick a number. And the price is right rules kind of work. All right. Yeah, so whoever guesses, uh, you know, the closest... You get um, kudos from me. Yay! Yeah. I guess it's not prices right. I think it's just like, you know, how well, far closest. away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Closest to the actual number. We're so, pretty lax on the rules. Yeah. It's just a fun little, hey, did you know? Yeah. Um, so you do have the choices or guests to either go first or not go first. Oh, I'm not going first. Okay. I feel like uh, because I, I haven't played this game and I don't know what the answer could be, my ballpark mm -hmm. could be way off. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so there's been 20 years of Pokemon cards since Totodile and has has been released, right? So, God, that's that's all. That's kind of the metric there's I'm trying to estimate. To factor. Yeah. Yeah. These gentlemen are are pretty good at this game, so they factor in a lot of things like, oh, is it a starter Pokemon? How popular is a starter Pokemon? Right. How long has it been around? So you're on the right track there. But um, Peter has been doing exceptionally well at this game. So maybe you should go first, Peter. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to copy him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're starting with Totodile. Yeah. Um, Totodile is got a strong uh, 19 energy. 19 energy. Okay. Wow. Well, why? Was that like not in the ballpark well, that you were thinking? Well, right. I'm you thinking, were thinking more? No, no. I'm saying that, uh, again, if... if in my head, you know, I'm thinking, all right, since 2000, that would be one Totodile every year released by yeah. Pokemon. So I think it's high, but we'll see. You want to guess? Okay. Okay. I'm afraid because I trust Pete. You know, he's he's been doing well. He's been doing really well. I, it, I'm gonna. If go you get with... this wrong, we're gonna kick you off. Ooh. You can't <laughs> say goodbye. You can't plug anything. I'm going to say he's been in the Pokemon trading card game 14 times. A little, a little more than once every other year. That's my good guess. guess. Good guess. How many? Guess. You said 14. Yeah. All right, 14. We have, we have what? Well, Peter, you said 19. Yeah. And then 14. Okay. My heart was saying 18 before we even started going, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tack in 18. I was leaning 18 too, but now I think I'm gonna drop it a bit. I'm gonna go 16. Okay, so we have 19, 18, 16, and 14. Yeah. Okay, 18 is the correct wow. answer, right on the money. Yes, my yes, heart Steve. wins again. That's right. Steven, you, you're pretty you're pretty good at this game too. You're really good at this game. I well, think I would we, suck at this game. We tallied it up and Dave was the winner at the at the it's end okay. of our season one. He's so. getting a slow start. That's how he uh, I've won he's none a silent this killer. season, so <laughs> Yeah. But okay, you got two more tries. Now we're moving on to Croconaw. How many do we think for Croconaw? And Sylvie, would you like to go first for this one? Alright. I'll go first. Eighteen, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um 
I'm, I, novices. Middle mons. Middle mons. They don't usually like the middle mons. I'm going to lowball it at a 12. Okay. 15. 17. All right. Peter takes it again. What? This is incredible. 14. How does that happen? I don't know. I still don't get it. Like, <laughs> do they just... Oh, duh, I'm dumb. Why? Oh, my God. I forgot that they re-released every single Pokemon card, just the starter, for, like, anniversary sets. Oh. That would make sense. And then usually the final evolution will have a decent amount, and then if it has an EX, GX, or something, they'll get extras of those, too. Just a little hint. I'm looking for a GF. <laughs> yeah, if can anybody find can find a GF for uh, Peter. She's got to be cool and like Pokemon. It already says ASL in our chat. <laughs> so let me put that in. <laughs> I said there's a chat, and that's the first thing he wrote. I'm, I'm going back to my 2000 roots, you know? <laughs> trying to get the yep. full Gen 2 experience. Yes. Yeah. AI, you mean smarter child? Yeah. <laughs> my best friend. I've been... Uh... I've been ironically doing ASL for so long, but I must have done it unironically at one point in my life. Yeah. And I want to get that energy back. I did that on Yahoo Chess. That was my thing. Play chess Aww. with someone and then be like, so how old are you? <laughs> and, and then everyone would lie. Yeah. Wow. I think I got a Yahoo account just so I could play Yahoo games mm -hmm. uh, with a uh, girl that I liked. Ooh, someone has a crush back years ago. <laughs> yeah. So Peter, when you meet the, your new gal, you can tell her that you are the master at the Pokemon TCG guesser game. Yeah. She'll be sopping. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll tell her about uh, our next game too. <laughs> ASL and you say 69. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> and in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> That'll impress anyone, right? Yeah, Speaking of so? butts, how many cards does our big butt baby get for alligator? Oh man. So it has to be more than fourteen, right? That would, yeah, because there must have there, been there at are some no point. rules. <laughs> the heart <laughs> gold soul surprised. silver release was late enough for him to have a, uh, you know, like a fancy version. Yup. I'll, I'll say 16. I'll, I'll say 16. Okay. I think that's a good guess. I'll say 15. Then I'll go for 17. I'm going to go 16 and a half. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> no, I have to go 15, so the right? next episode, 15. Peter needs to go last because he's right. Wow. Oh my god. Only one more than Croconaw. Wow. Mm -hmm. Cheater. What a cheater. But not... this is a game that anybody can win, because now we're going to play my game called Who You Gonna Fuck? <laughs> I don't think any of us have gotten anything right this entire season. No, nope. I've been a trickster. <laughs> so this game is called Who You Gonna Fuck? So, Silby, I am going to list Pokemon, and you are going to tell me, out of all these Pokemon, which one... <laughs> can you okay? This is real? This is what other people this have done? This is real. No, yes. we have done this for a long time. So, now, this is important, because... So, we're a ditto joke poke like our whole daycare dittos is about like how the ditto fucks everybody right? yeah yeah and the daycare <laughs> so this game's based on that so i'm going to give you a list of pokemon and out of all of them you have to tell me which one in this group 
cannot breed with the Pokemon we're talking about. Okay. So if if one of these one of these Pokemon I'm about to say, if left in a daycare with Totodile, will not produce an egg. Okay. Only one of them. And what I've been doing, because we're at the starters, is I've been listing starters. Okay. So I'm giving everybody four starters. One of them cannot breed. All right. So here is the list of starters I put together. Squirtle, Piplup, Oshawott, and Quaxley. I'm going to say Quaxley. Yeah, I am it also going to say Quaxley. Because mm -hmm. it's not even in the same... You can't even get Totodile in Scarlet Violet. No, but... As long as it's in the, in the same egg group... Yeah, it's oh, got to... Okay. If it yeah. matches egg group, it doesn't matter. Right, so it it a... would theoretically be able to. It theoretically, yeah. I didn't even like, think of that. Like, technically, like, the most stuff. fucked up shit can, like, make an egg with a whale lord. Yeah. So you many know? Pokemon can fuck whale lord, it's crazy. And make an egg, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, listen, Lord... we're, we're okay with Pokemon fucking anybody it wants, but it doesn't mean they're going to make an egg. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's because it's in the field egg group, and that's what makes the least sense to me. How does Whale Lord end up in a field? Well, it's dick so long. <laughs> <laughs> you know something I learned recently? A lot of people, so like certain whales like stick their dick out of the water in the ocean and it looks almost exactly like the uh, Loch Ness Monster photo. <laughs> so there's, there's a good chance that all these people have like posters and photos and postcards that they pass around of this ancient secret it's really just like a whale's fucking dong <laughs> could be so like for example skitty is in the field egg group and so is whale lord which means a skitty and a whale lord can fucking produce an egg yeah but yeah so i, right. I think my my gut is still saying quaxley mine yeah. too all right steven well i We've got to win, so I got to cover our bases. So I'm gonna say Oshawa just yeah. to to spread out the uh, the votes. That's a good choice. Did you know that Oshawa can fuck Whale Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Damn field egg group, but not Totodile. Ah, oh, oh, yes. So Totodile is a water one monster egg group, and out of all out of all of the water starters, Oshawott is the only starter that cannot fuck any of the other start. They're all, it's a field egg group exclusively. That's interesting. It's cool. It is very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. There's always one weird one. So, uh, Steven. Go the, Steven. In the lead right now for the fuck game. Congratulations. I dedicate this to all of us. I said, um, I said Quaxley because I figured that there's more than one water group. Hmm. Yeah. And I wasn't, I didn't think that, Quaxley was in the monster group, and I didn't think it was in Water One. But to be fair, technically Quaxley cannot fuck Totodile because it's not in the game yet. So wait, that that's is, not that fair. No, but I'm saying technically, it can't. It it could if you put it together, but it, you can't do it yet right now. Yeah, they. Oh. But they, it will they, be. They're presently sexting long distance. <laughs> they Got are it. compatible. We'll say okay. that. Okay. They're compatible. Got it. All right. And that's our game. That's the final game, I promise. It'd be really oh, interesting. Oh, wait, no. If it was uh, in Peter, the Peter. Yeah. Peter, we forgot about this. What no, about uh, no, the Jackie no. Chan fact? <laughs> oh, no. You know, we forgot for a couple episodes, but somebody promised us a Jackie Chan fact every episode. <laughs> Did you know that there was a uh, cartoon based off Jackie Chan that uh, took from his actual wife? 
with his Jackie Chan uh, Adventures. Yeah, just he came on there. He said, "Hi, I'm Jackie Chan, and this is an actual thing that actually happened to me." <laughs> <laughs> and his Did, buddy said, "To his buddy Toru was like, I seen it." <laughs> Did you know he launched his own chain of restaurants called Jackie's Kitchens in the early aughts? Wow. Did you know that Jackie Chan knows martial arts? <laughs> <laughs> what? That really blows my mind. Did you know he's also a singer? Yeah. Didn't he sing the Chinese version of uh, Let's Get Down to Business or something? Let's get down to business. That one? Yeah, I think he sang the uh, Chinese wow. version of it for the movie, Jackie Chan. I, he was also uh, the voice of Li Shang in Mulan. I, I did know he was originally <laughs> offered the role in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would have been awesome. I, I mean, it was already all, Yeah, but uh, do you know his childhood nickname was Cannonball? <laughs> <laughs> what else does this say? Oh, he has a Pokemon named after him. Did you know that? Is it Hitmonlee? We had a Lee? whole episode on <laughs> Yeah, it was Hitmonlee. <laughs> He's a big football fan. He had a pretty weird childhood. Uh, yeah, there's there's some good. Oh, he is not insured. Wow. <laughs> he wears glasses. Jackie is is a nickname. Crazy. His <coughs> name is actually Chan Kong Sang. Wow. Oh, and the final Wait, fact round. <laughs> he has his own cartoon. So you got there. <laughs> It's based off of his uh, his real life adventures. Just look and, it up. And all the cool talismans that he had. He was like, I have all these cool talismans. <laughs> Why don't people know about them? We should make a cartoon. An informative cartoon. His rival in high school was a, a giant dragon's statue that wanted to collect the talismans. And he said, no way. Yeah. He did it all for his good uncle who would always go like, Jackie! <laughs> I wish I had a cool uncle, like uncle. Anywho, I don't think Jackie Chan in Jackie Chan Adventures was voiced by Jackie Chan, which is crazy. Oh, sorry. I'm already on this new thing this website had. It has a 10 best facts about mummies to unravel your mind. <laughs> you know, it took 70 days to make a mummy. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's crazy. It's a long time for a mummy. Well, think about how long it takes for you to cure uh, beef jerky. That's true. Mu yeah. uh, also, animals were mummies. That's neat. That's and so the Victorians cool. loved mummies. It says it says it right here on the <laughs> internet. It has to be true. A taxidermy is just modern day mummy. That's true. All right. Uh, Silby, do you want uh, people to find you uh, on any social media or whatnot? Yeah, I'll say uh, subscribe at Pogs for Father's Day at YouTube.com. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. No, uh, yeah, I got no Does it no social media to, to suggest. Uh, just obviously support every effing Final Fantasy and take care, ditto. So. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> uh, any any uh, smashing coming up in the future to be to discuss? You can't ask a man if he's gonna be smashing. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm excited for. Yeah, it's actually a, a cool question. Um, 
there's a game that's either coming out or just came out called Frame Makers. Uh, it's by the team that made Super Smash Flash. Just now, instead of being a Macromedia Flash fan game that you'd find on Addicting Games, it's uh, an indie game that features a lot of other indie game characters in this really cool fighting game engine. Uh, so definitely, if you're into Super Smash Brothers, check out Frame Makers. And I would also say that Rivals of Aether 2 is coming out next year. Uh, so Rivals of Aether was an already successful platform fighter, and it's getting a great sequel from a team of people that I have a lot of respect for. So if you enjoy Super Smash Brothers, two games to check out that actually support their competitive community. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Frame Makers, you could be among us. <laughs> You could be Among Us in it, and you can also... Can you be Octodad? Yeah. yeah. I love Octodad. Dadliest catch. Dadliest catch. My Among Us will fight you, Octodad. This game looks dope. Yeah. And it's uh, it has like a really cool um, like workshop like fighter builder. Like They actually created the tools for people to make more characters uh, as like fan mods. So it'll have a, a, a really strong... Uh, what would you call it? Mod community for it as well. Damn, we got to make a Klefki in this game. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Klefki, no. We You're right. To, the no. copyrights will get us. We have Sylvie, to. Make do you a- think Klefki's a good Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can leave now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been another. Episode. I guess it's strange. <laughs> it's not Ghost. I'll say that it's cool. It's fairy. It's strange. It's not Ghost. Yeah, it should be a ghost. I uh, I, th- I think they just needed fairies back then, and now everything's a fairy. Yeah. I sound like a Republican. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, as we always say on our uh, sign-offs, I- I've already forgotten. Oh. Farting! Farting! Farting. <laughs>